0: So, all eyes on Britain this morning. Of course, the resignation of Liz Truss, who lasted just 44 days as Prime Minister. The big question now is whether the UK is able to restore some sort of credibility after the disastrous Truss mini-budget spooked global markets, damaged the British pound and forced the Bank of England to intervene. Peter Ryan is the ABC's business correspondent. He's been watching all of this unfold and Peter joins us now. Uh, Pete, thanks as always for your time. You know, how damaging has this whole affair been to Britain, once regarded, of course, as one of the world's leading economies with that reputation for trust and stability?
1: Well, uh, good morning, Tom. No-one's a uh, humming land of hope and glory this morning, especially when you think of some historic names when it comes to British Prime Ministers, Winston Churchill, Harold Wilson, Margaret Thatcher, Tony Blair. None of them perfect, not all prestigious and all had to deal with their own political crises, but were known as strong economic managers. But in recent weeks, global financial markets, and the British pound in particular, have reacted wildly over key parts of the Trust Government's sweeping economic economic plan and that disastrous mini budget a few weeks ago which announced massive unfunded tax cuts that threw bond markets into chaos and were life-threatening for some UK pension funds, forcing emergency bond-buying intervention from the Bank of England. Also, that rapid departure of Kwasi Kwarteng as Chancellor of the Exchequer, who's now a grim remnant of British political history. All of this on top of the damage from Brexit. The British pound has stabilised this morning against the US dollar. London's share market ended a third of 1% higher, but the damage is long-lasting and probably terminal for the Tory government and then speculation that Boris Johnson might make a comeback to save the furniture. But just listen to the seething sadness and anger from conservative MP Charles Walker.
2: I think it's a shambles and a disgrace. I think it is utterly appalling. I'm livid and you know I really shouldn't say this but I hope all those people that put Liz Truss in number 10 I hope it was worth it because the damage they have done to our party is extraordinary. I've had enough of talentless people putting their tick in the right box... Not because it's in the national interest, but because it's in their own personal interest to achieve ministerial position. And I, and I know I speak for hundreds of backbenchers who right now are worrying for their constituents all the time, but now worrying about their own personal circumstances because there is nothing as X as an ex-MP.
0: Conservative MP Charles Walker there. Peter Ryan's with us. Peter, back home to other economic challenges. Bit of a disturbing survey out this morning that some small business operators are paying themselves superannuation, how can
1: that happen? Well that's right Tom and rather not paying themselves uh, superannuation and this concerns Australia's one and a half million sole traders, uh, small single operators like tradies who aren't required by law to pay themselves the superannuation contribution and this is important because sole traders are growing at a rate of 50,000 a year. A survey by the digital accountancy firm Henry conducted by Resolve Polling says these traders are cutting back or even dumping. Their super, actually, more women than men doing this as inflation and tough economic conditions bite. Henry Managing Director Karen Anand told me sole traders who dump their super are only mortgaging their futures. What
3: it's telling us is that the long term financial implications for them from a wealth creation perspective and a retirement perspective could be pretty stark for this sector if you think about uh, superannuation is such an ingrained part of the employment industry in Australia and has been for the last 30 years or so. It could create real problems from a retirement and pension perspective in in the decades to come.
1: A concerning 43% of sole traders surveyed say they've never made a superannuation contribution. How exposed are they then the closer retirement gets? The
3: stats in themselves are quite telling. The closer they get to retirement, the less money they've got saved up from their super means they're going to be more exposed, meaning they're putting more pressure on the pension system. So I think it's important that we're raising the awareness of the importance of contributing to your
1: super. Also concerning women are more likely to cut back on their superannuation contributions and that of course puts them in an even worse position.
3: So we know women are earning less, we know that they save less from a superannuation context but the fact that they're going to cut back more in the coming three to six months makes it triply concerning.
1: This survey, Looks at those sole traders like tradies, for example, who are probably doing pretty well at the moment given that there's so much construction work around, but at the same time, inflation is making life even more difficult. So are they cutting back on costs just to make ends meet and to meet demands and to make contracts work?
3: Yeah, you're right. More than 50% of trainees told us that they had a really good quarter last quarter and they expect to have a really good financial quarter next quarter, but more than 70% say they're paying more for supplies and services. More than 60% are saying high fuel prices are impacting their business. They're trying to take on less debt or they're more quickly paying down their debt. And I think one of the most telling things is we noticed a sharp decrease in the number of tradies and sole traders in total telling us that they're going to or are able to increase their prices because as we move into a recessionary environment, the ability for the market to accept price increases goes down, as we know. And so tradies and other sole traders will certainly feel the impact of
1: that. Now, we're not at the end of the pandemic, despite life feeling as though it's getting back to normal. But what sort of toll has there been for sole traders and small businesses in terms of Managing their mental health.
3: We're seeing the impacts of their mental health and their mental well-being come apart. We're seeing sort of 11% of men telling us that they're feeling their mental health as being poor, and concerningly, 19% of female soul traders telling. So one in five female soul traders telling us their mental health is poor. So the impacts of the challenges that come with the financial admin. the stresses of inflation and knowing that I'm not being able to contribute to my superannuation nest egg, all those things are actually having a detrimental impact
0: right now. Karan Anand, their managing director of the digital accountancy firm Henry, speaking with our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan.